Welcome to Accelerate Your Wealth, a podcast by Rebecca Robertson, founder and director of Evolution Financial Planning. This season, we'll be covering all things wealth, from owning it to maximizing it. For further information, or if you'd like help accelerating your wealth directly, please do contact us. Head over to our website, www.rebeccarobertsonevo.co.uk. Well, welcome, ladies. Thank you for joining us um, for this um, What Does Wealth Mean to You series. Um, and today I have with me the lovely Jen Hall. And I'm, when I said this event was coming up in our group, a lot of people said, oh, wow, I love Jen, um, which I thought was really nice to hear when, um, when you get that kind of feedback. It's always nice. Really lovely. That's really nice. Yeah. So let me do and my intro. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> um, so... You were referred to me from the lovely Jessica Lorma. And um, it's for me, it's all about reaching out to women that maybe I haven't spoken to before. I'm really glad that I have spoken to you now um, that maybe I haven't met before. So we can create this sort of community or message around women's wealth. It's, I, I feel like it's the things that we don't talk about need to be spoken about. Um, and we talk, all, this money mindset is such a big buzzword at the moment. Mm. Um, but what we're not doing is that we're not doing it as part of a normal day of conversation. So then, therefore, the real shifts and changes aren't going to really happen as quickly as we want it if we don't make it part of our everyday life. Um, which is why I started the group in the first place. So thank you for contributing to um, my community. So Jen Hall is a business positioning coach and market leadership expert for service-based businesses, coaches and experts who want to become unrivaled market leaders jen has grown an adventure ca uh, travel company from startup which is i think this is amazing to becoming a market leading turnover one million pound um, business in less than eight months in 2019 jen has worked with over 100 businesses both new and established to position themselves as a number one choice in the market and help brand new coaches and consultants achieve more between two and a half K and three, uh, 36,000 uh, pounds per client in less than a month. Jen gets you to clear on how you articulate your unique value and concentrate concrete USPs to, the, <laughs> to market the position you as a irrefutable choice of uh, your higher value prospects a multi-award uh, winning speaker, podcast host, best-selling author um, of Expert Unri Unrivaled. Jenny's fierce mission to re remove the wall between you and the wildly success uh, successful because she believes that we all have the ability to reach those heights. Wonderful. It's also featured on BBC One Wales, Thrive Global, YF YFS. I don't know what that is. I always forget what it stands for. Yeah. <laughs> Young, free and super. I, don't, I can't remember what it is for young entrepreneurs anyway. Fabulous. <laughs> and psychologist magazine. So that was quite a mouthful for me on a, on a Monday. So and my first in the morning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I haven't done much today so far. I've got dressed and fed the kids. So that, that's a start. Um, but amazing, amazing um, journey that you've been in. So from a financial perspective, I'm sure as, as I find with a lot of business owners, their journey when it comes to wealth is quite unique and quite different in the fact that you know they've worked hard for it they've had to push their mindset they've had to look at what all their struggles are put their 
stories aside and move move through boundaries and climb walls mountains if you like i yeah. think more than more than most doesn't matter if you're employed or self-employed um in many respects we all have these different challenges and um, so the wealth series is um uh, just a couple of questions where um, you've agreed to answer those questions for me and share some of your knowledge um, and I hope we don't go up too much of a tangent and I won't take up too much of your time today but I know how busy particularly even with COVID-19 I know how busy you are at the moment and I really respect people's time because time is money so the okay. first question Jen is mm -hmm. what does wealth mean to you? Oh okay so wealth to me is for me is the ability to create money to open up my choices in life because obviously you know whilst I believe that you know wealth isn't all about the money mm. I absolutely do believe that the, the ability to create it will absolutely open up a wealth of opportunities that you may not be possible without it so I do believe that you know, having control over that and being able to create money out of nothing is a skill that will open up so many doors. So in a nutshell, that's what I truly believe that wealth is for me. Amazing. And so what have you felt that you maybe you've come up against if going from, you know, a, a smaller business, working your way up to a turnover of a million pound business? I think you can really share some amazing insights for women that will be striving to achieve the same things. And I often ask the question, why? <laughs> why do you want that in the first place? Because we can have, I know for me that I strove to do certain things, win awards and do a TEDx talk, because I was always trying to prove myself to myself. We yeah. all have different motivations, although I didn't realise it at the time, that's what I was doing. And um, what have you learned through that journey from, you know, and that, that scale of turnover and hopefully earnings as well? Well, I've been an entrepreneur now since I was 19 with a lot of failed businesses under my belt. So I just want to put it out there. It's not sitting in ivory tower. I've got it right first time. Bish, bash, bosh. Here we are. Um, I've been through my own lengthy journey of making mistakes, doing things wrong, um, which all adds to my toolkit now as to what not to do in business. It's always handy. <laughs> and then obviously being able to pass those on and then obviously finding the strategies and the, and the things that actually do do work for you. But I think in terms of if we if we're talking, you know, about the journey from going from 20 pounds an hour at the kitchen table, which is how it started as a business coach. Wow. Um, you know, to, for instance, running a one-off session this afternoon for £1,500. Um, it's the biggest piece of me, you know, picking up on what you said around, you know, always having to try and prove yourself to yourself. I actually think that mindset around feeling like the expert and feeling like you know what you're talking about is critical to being able to charge what you want, to being able to earn what you're worth, um, and all of those things. That's mm. been the, the, the biggest, the biggest piece of you know of the puzzle for me mm. was really understanding the value that I bring to the table and the return on investment that other people get once they they invest in me and really seeing that for, for yourself because you know one of the things in a nutshell that amazing introduction you just gave me in a nutshell I help successful entrepreneurs become market leaders but in order to to do that we have to articulate 
how you know the value that we bring the category of one status why our business is better than any any other business out there why sure. why what we bring to the table is unique but also a unique benefit to, to the people we serve yeah in order to be able to articulate that we do have to prove it to ourselves we do have to understand the value of what we bring and and, and have the ability to package that up in a way that perfectly articulates it to them so that they see the value in it because it's great because that's kind of the first stage isn't it proving it to yourself and then the next stage is proving it to other people it's not yeah. about justifying it but it's about speaking with absolute precision about why you are the first choice why you are the best choice for them to you know to to, to work with mm. so that you can achieve that and you can do that in a in a, in a myriad of ways <laughs> I just dropped my webcam, so those are listening back or look. I'm just going to try and pick up my webcam. It's come down on the other side of my on my. No worries, I'll I'll carry on. Carry on. I'll try and sort that out. But absolutely. How funny! It's about it's about those stages in in business of, and that can be for both your personal brand, by the way, and also for a a, a more of a business brand. Because obviously, I've got the the experience of of having both, which is great. So I, you know, I know what it's like to have have that great personal brand, but I also know what it's like to have that that business brand as well. And so, being able to articulate in both respects, and sometimes, sometimes actually removing yourself and packaging and, and extracting what you know and creating products can really help to strengthen that oh wow look i what look what i've just created otherwise we're constantly attaching money and how much we earn to our self-worth and that's not what mm. it's about how much you earn and what you are worth is you know is 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 nothing to do with anything and mm. i think when we get caught up get caught up in that and that's something that i had to learn big time was to start removing that because every time i you know i didn't make hit the hit the money goal that i wanted to put that i put out there or 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 a launch that i put that out there failed it would cripple me inside and i'd have this real mindset clash where i'd be like oh god this feels utterly awful and i'm not worthy i'm not enough this isn't you know, I thought I was worth more than that. Nobody wants me. And you start making it about me, 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 me. Mm. And it's not at all. And that's why actually by extracting it, but having that business brand, productizing, extracting what you know and putting it into these packages and products and services that you're able to kind of detach, you can have a much more unbiased view on it um, where you can ha have a decent conversation with yourself to say, have I articulated that right? Is mm. this the product that people want so that you can start to earn that money without getting yourself involved in the situation? And it makes yeah. it so much easier. So that's one of the biggest things that's really helped me is actually separating myself out from the business to, to enable myself to, to fail without feeling awful and to actually move forward and create that wealth. Mains it. So you're really talking about being quite robust then, really. You're talking about regardless of the outcome, I'm okay because I know I'm good. Basically. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. I know what I know and I know what I, what, what I give is, is valuable. Whether it sells or not, it hasn't got anything to do with my self-worth or what I know. It's mm. the fact that I just didn't get the language right this time. The messaging didn't hit the angle. Right. The niche perhaps wasn't quite right. 
you know, the person who I'm selling it to. Perhaps I didn't overcome the objections that they have. There are so many other cogs to the situation when it comes to selling your services and positioning yourself as that number one. Yeah. We don't always see and we instantly bring it back to, oh, well, it was me. It was me. I, I didn't do it right. And it's like, no, that's not true. We just haven't thought of everything yet. And we no. fail forward and you've got to you've got to keep pushing keep forward going. yeah and i can relate to i can relate to so much of that and so when it's come from you right having from a personal income perspective so just talking about your personal finances now maybe if you're if you're happy to yeah. talking about that from a you know going from possibly you know well paying yourself very little by the sounds of it and going to potentially paying yourself quite high figures if you've got a one million pound turnover business i'd say you should be you know you should be earning at least six figures from that yeah i'd hope to say if you've got that much hard work because it's not easy absolutely um, <laughs> then i'd hope to think you're paying yourself six because that's the other thing a lot of people start talk about how much the turnover is but it, it's actually what, what you're really earning so from going from being you know paying yourself very little kitchen table type of scenario which is fine by the way in terms of if that's where anyone is exactly absolutely yeah, um, yeah I, I worked from my kitchen table this morning so you know oh gosh no, no i'm still yeah. working i'm not even have a kitchen table i've got, I've got I'm, we're currently looking to extend the kitchen so now i have disappeared yeah <laughs> yes so i've downgraded if anything <laughs> yeah um, but and then going from a you know relative really good salary. I mean, you you'd struggle to sort of um, you know to earn similar, probably employed. If really you sort of outgrown any in future employed role, um, I, I imagine. So yeah. how has that sort of affected your money mindset when it's come to your personal wealth? If you don't mind sharing. Well, okay. So I don't mind sharing at all. And I'll be completely honest because I think a lot of people resonate, resonate with this. So I am, and in fact, both me and my partner are, are awful. We're, we're, we're avid spenders. So we're like, brilliant. We've got all this money. We'll spend, 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 spend. And that's what it was like. And I, I fortunately have, have fear. He doesn't have any fear, it seems, when it comes to money. But I, although I'm a spender, I then have the guilt after spending. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh no, and now we need to like tighten everything up. And I go through this kind of like flow pattern of spending and holding it back spending. Um, and we did this for, for quite some time, even before we hit that, that, you know, that million pound turnover mark, when we started to make some serious six figure money, we would, you know, it's exciting. It's like, wow. Okay. We've, we've, we've learned the art of doing this. Um, but it's dangerous giving somebody in those, those mindsets, a lot of money because, you know, the danger is that it all disappears. And we started to find that it was, didn't matter how much we earned it was slipping through the holes in the bucket. Mm. And so we really realized quite quickly, fortunately, that we can't continue along those, along those lines of doing that because you know we, we need to keep it for safety for both personal and for business. We wanted a buffer for you know should things happen, should the things that are working fine at the minute not, have we got backups and all of that kind of thing. Um, and also an investment was is really key for us because whilst we're you know making hay whilst the sun shines it's really important I think and I'm sure you agree to ensure that you've got that backup plan of the future and ensuring that you're investing into that future you know because we as much as I absolutely adore what I do and I, I personally don't think I'll ever stop working fully I certainly want to be taking a step back at some point and so investing for the future is really important so one of the the things that we put in place when we started to have this realization 
was the um the pot principle i don't mm. know there are so many yeah. i think so many different people use i don't know do you use this yeah i i yes i i do i've um I, I talk I talk about I've got a course called the money management um, course it's called okay. the money makeover course it's actually a six-week course that's in my it's free at the moment in my membership um, and in there I talk about spending values and I talk there's different ways people have different psychologies okay. the systems that people sort of say that are their systems um, that they apply it but generally you'd have 50% of your outgoings on necessities and then you'd, the rest of the 50% you would put into 10% categories yeah um, absolutely and that's what we did we created those buckets of okay so we, we we want to start investing in stocks and shares that that this money will go towards that bucket to invest in that way you know at the time we were looking to buy a house so we were like this 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 amount of money will go into the deposit and obviously as our priorities changed and as, as certain goals became realized those buckets change as well because you know a lot we, we wanted a house we wanted it now so it was like okay so we're going to put this much into invest in it to invest but we're going to put this amount into it to create a deposit rather quickly and now that balance has shifted back again so we're not putting into a deposit bucket anymore because we've got the house and that's all lovely so now we're we're, we're putting more into the investment bucket and obviously yeah. as our income grows that that percentage becomes you know the percentage becomes bigger but the actual amounts of that percentage become a lot bigger yes. um but yeah so that's that's kind of the biggest thing that, that so you've we've systemized your money amazing. really yeah you've applied the logic that you would in a business to your to your personal money as much as you do your your your, your, your business money is in terms of running a running a business and a lot of women are a bit scared of figures do you think that that's something that you've got used to or is it something that you've sort of had you realize you've had to get a handle of it as a bigger the figures got bigger or you realize that it was part of the success model that you had to get good with figures i think to be honest it's still a journey it's still a journey that i'm on it's certainly not my forte um in terms of you know the, the journey that i'm on i'm still learning every single day uh, around that but it definitely forces you you know it the, the bigger your business becomes the more responsibility you have and the bigger the problems that could potentially arise um, you know, when, you know, I've got the two businesses and so the adventure travel business, as you can imagine, whilst we're fortunate enough to be in a position where we're, we're market leading and therefore, you know, we've just bought in just over 230k so far this month for a campaign, which is fantastic. It's one of those things that we're always looking at the horizon. The more people we have on board, this pandemic affects those people. So we're now mm -hmm. looking towards the autumn and praying, obviously, that, it, that this kind of this pandemic lifts a bit and allows people to travel and get out there. But at the same time, we have to forward plan because if we only had three or four clients going mm -hmm. out, then, you know, it's, it's an easy impact to deal with. We wouldn't have as much money but we can sort of work around those people. But when you're talking 300 as a minimum per season, you know, that's when the problems be be become bigger. That's mm -hmm. where the monetary impact gets bigger because as your business grows, as we were talking about just before we started this actually, you know, the, you, you're hiring more people on your team. You've got more overheads. You've got, you know, you've got bigger things to think about. And so you have to forward plan. You've got to forecast. You're forced to start having to get your head out of the sand, which is where both of our heads were at the very beginning of this business. Just going, la, 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 everything will be fine. Um, we'll just focus on making money. We don't have to worry about forward planning to actually going, no, there are people that rely on us. We have a business to protect. We've got, you know, 
that we've got a reputation now we have to keep we've got to keep improving that more responsibility right so much responsibility and and i and don't get me you wrong. delegate that do you sort <laughs> yeah no, you no, delegate I, the figures i mean apart from an accountant because that's sort of quite a only like maybe 10 percent of the actual job really do you, do you do you delegate that or do you um do you do a lot of the figure work yourself we delegate it to an extent but we like to keep a really close eye on the figures to know where we're at um because it's always that balance of ensuring that we're still taking entrepreneurial risks because i truly believe that's what's got us to where we we're at is through taking risk you don't mm. you don't risk anything you risk everything um but we also need to have we, we delegate that level-headedness for someone as another devil's advocate as another ear to say this is the forecast this is where you're at and then from that we can we can look and go where are the gaps what, mm. where do we need to start filling those because that's what yeah. we, we're, we're good at as business owners is looking okay so here's the gap this is what we forecasted how can we grow and yeah. how can we fill that and make that like you say more robust mm. so that it becomes future proof so yes yeah, so partially we delegate and then the, but we like to we don't like to fully delegate because i think it's important as a business owner to have your your eyes An eye on it absolutely so what does semi-retirement look like for you or like making a, a, a more choice if you like in in business oh that's a that's an interesting one like i said i find it very difficult to imagine myself retired it's, it's <laughs> semi semi retirement for me um is about you know having that recurring income mm. and ensuring that we delegated as much of the business off that it can run without us right it's a possibility that we may sell it in the future who knows depending on how valuable it becomes i yeah. don't know we're both reluctant to that but we're building it as if we are and that's another piece of advice i give to people is build your business as if you are going to sell it even if you're not because it makes it valuable it makes it robust it ensures that's, that's creating an asset and that's, that's one of my issues with a lot of business owners is that they create a business that they can't actually sell it's yeah. not you know because if, if for example your coaching business will be a lot harder for you to sell because it's you then it would be your travel business you're, you're you're building a real asset within your travel business so if you talk about wealth creation um that that's a real issue and mm -hmm. and just just so that we're, we're sort of coming towards the end now i've got five or six more minutes um and i just wanted to talk to you about what top tips you would give people from general so in our group we've got employed and self-employed and mm -hmm. um, they're women that generally want to strive to earn more and do more with their life it, like you say not associating their earnings or turnover or sales um to their worth but they are very much around wanting to achieve more in life and having a comfortable world of time and, and leave a legacy for their children and, and, and all that kind of stuff yeah. going from what you've learned where you're now in a position where you can reality really put some weight behind that mm -hmm. and really have those aspirations that some of us dream of you're at a point where you can go okay actually let's make this happen we are at it's, it you know we've not won the lottery but you have sort of yeah. got that sort of checkbook in place where you can make some more serious decisions what top tips would you give women when it comes to their personal finances and possibly their business finances almost like if you were talking to yourself 10 years ago 20 years ago what advice would you be giving them that you wish you you'd used 20 odd years ago so on a personal front i wish i'd started sooner i wish i'd stuck my head out of the sand and actually looked up and gone I want to ensure that I am 
investing into those pots a lot earlier because that happens you know you can grow so quickly and you you can grow your investments very quickly but we're all a bit manual i'll wait till i'm earning a bit more until i start investing and i'll wait until that and you keep waiting you keep waiting and you keep waiting and personally we haven't left it too late but i think we've we've left a lot of money on the table because we didn't do that sooner. And so I wish we got a grip on our finances, managed it better and started to put money aside, no matter how little from the very word go, because we would, have been, we would be in a, big, a better situation. Like I said earlier about the percentages, you know, it's a percentage of what you're earning right now. Great, put whatever you can afford aside and then as your business grows, they, they, that, that pot becomes bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, yeah, I wish I'd done that sooner. From a business perspective, the, the biggest piece of advice is anyone can make, make money. All you need is a great offer and the right eyeballs. But if you are looking to amplify that, so looking to grow on year on year. So if we look at the, the venture travel business, we've grown 700% in, in four years, which is huge, huge growth. Um, and we make more money now than we did in our first year, obviously. But the reason we did that is because of our positioning within the market and we really had big ambition. The, the more you strive for that market leadership category of one status in your business, the quicker you can achieve that, the more money you will make on any strategy you put, you put out there. And that's how you continue to grow your business. If you stay in the same position in the market and you just keep trying the same things over and over, which may make you some money, but look at your figures year on year. If they're not growing, if they're stagnating or even dipping, it's because you need to start focusing on your business, not necessarily the sales. How can you position yourself as that market leader? How can you differentiate yourself? How can you put, position yourself as that go-to person in your field so that your name, you know, business name really starts to become that, that thing that when people say, Who, you know, where do I go to for this? Oh, you need to be here. That's what you want to start happening. And that's where you need to focus if you want to really grow, grow the numbers in your business. For those people, so if I, if I was listening to this and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say a business owner, um, we do have employed and self-employed in our group, but there are women that are going from employed to want to transition into running a business as well, or they're employed and they want to do some extra stuff on the side. Um, they might be working from home quite a lot at the moment, for example, not that if they've got children, they've got any spare time potentially, but um, you talked at the beginning that the, one of the key things is that having the confidence in what you're delivering. Now for a lot of women, they, um, and that's the key in terms of what you charge, how much you receive. Um, and I think also energetically, it, yeah. when you're putting out the right vibes, not going too woo woo, but you don't really need to even go woo woo with it. It's just common human nature and um, people pick up on it so yeah. if you're like oh yeah please desperate or um you know this would be really good for you um but take it or leave it i know not bothered if you're not then that sends the wrong messages Absolutely. um whereas if you're like this is look, i'm an expert in my field this is what i charge this is how i can help you um i'm, I'm happy if it's not for you that's fine but give me a shout if you need anything those different things and different energies out in terms of, you know, and how confident you are will depend on really how much, how many sales you make, depending on that energy. Mm -hmm. So if they are just starting out and they are learning the ropes and they are fe fe fearing failure, mm -hmm. um, you put the two together and you have procrastination coming out of your earlobes. 
um, and then they're not making decisions and, and they're not moving forward. So what sort of two or three top tips would you give those women that you're saying, well, to achieve great success, you've got to do X, but you've really got to come o- overcome many, many, possibly for some brick walls that feel quite, quite high mm-hmm. to overcome to reach that success. What things would you be suggesting to them? Well, first step, just going to remind everyone what I said, productize, extract your services from yourself. So you're not constantly feeling like you are, the, you're holding the weight of the world on your shoulders. Ex- extract it, productize it and, and retreat it as a business from the word go. I would absolutely start treating your business as if it's bigger than it is at the minute. And in terms of um, procrastination and getting over that, overcoming a fear, I am a massive fan of feel the fear and do it anyway. I famously put down a deposit on the Ritz um, for a book launch before I'd written a word of my book. I am a serious procrastinator and I know exactly what it feels like to feel inferior, to feel like I'm not the expert. And I've been through all of all of that journey. Mm. Um, but the best way I've, I've managed to overcome procrastination is accountability. Um, if you can put money on it, great, because it really holds you accountable. And that's what I did for the book launch. Um, but also, you know, doing things like hire, hiring a coach that, that will make sure that you do the things that you need to do. If you're not in a position to hire a coach, then public accountability, start stating your goals, saying what you're going to do and let other people and the fact that you've told people about it, hold, hold you accountable to keep, to keep you moving. But also remember that we are our own worst enemies. We are our biggest critics. And a lot of the time, we don't see, well, in fact, all of the time, we never see the true value of what we have because it, it's second nature to us. We've already been there and done it. And we don't see the value that we bring to the table because it's, it's become the norm. Um, so let that be a reminder whenever you start to undervalue yourself, remind yourself that, of where you were yeah. and how far you've come yeah. and, and the fact that you're further ahead than the people you serve and therefore you can absolutely add value to them you know amazing we're yeah. always learning I'm, i don't know everything and you never will it's accepting that i think but and, but and i love the fact that you know you've got a mult like a million pound business and you you come across as i'm sure you did five years ago or 10 years ago and you've sound seems very really grounded i see a lot of people where they their net worth Oh, their assets start to increase. So does their ego. And I must say, Jen, I think you just seem very grounded in your approach. So that, that's lovely to see. Oh, bless you. Thank you. And um, so if people wanted to connect with you, what's the best way of doing that? Oh, okay. So there's a couple of options. The best way to come and connect with me is over in my podcast. You can just search Expert on Rivals and um, my podcast will come up. It's got a ton of market leading um, tips and episodes on there. Um, and you can also download my market leader guide. So the two best places, podcast or my email list. Um, and all you need to do is just go to my website to download that www.gen-hall.com. Um, and then you can go on there and uh, download the market leader guide. If you want to, if you're an email consumer or if you're a listener, come and join me over my podcast. Fabulous. Thank you so much for joining um, us you. today. And um, to everyone, a, a Monday love. Um, do leave your comments um, in the live. Thank you for those that have been watching and I will speak to you all soon. Take care. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Accelerate Your Wealth. 
If you'd like to take the steps to accelerate your wealth further, perhaps owning it more or maximizing it to its full potential, please do head over to our free Facebook group, The Money Mastery Collective, where we post regular updates on tips to maximize your wealth and also support you along the way. We'd love to see you there.